Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. I was looking back at the pound-for-pound rankings after the big fight weekend in boxing and MMA. How about Dimitri Bivol? He upsets Canelo Alvarez Saturday in Vegas. He retained his WBA super light heavyweight world title and also earned a spot in the top 10 in the pound-for-pound rankings. Canelo... 57-2-2 with 39 knockouts. The undisputed super middleweight champ who moved up in weight to challenge Bivol at a buck 75 falls from the number one spot down to number four. Canelo was dominated by Bivol, and now everybody knows uh, they got a a clear-cut view of how to beat Canelo Alvarez. A lot of people think that Alvarez uh, has the stones to move up in weight to fight a heavier fighter. Uh, I like that. And there's a lot of people that would uh, argue that he shouldn't drop that much in the pound-for-pound rankings. And then some people say Bival shouldn't rise too high after one great win. But you got to put the Russian ahead of Canelo, right? Like, he beat him. Another guy that made it into the top 10 is unified junior lightweight champ Shakur Stevenson. And he beat Valdez on April 30th at the Grand Garden Arena in Vegas. I was there and uh, when he fought. And Stevenson looked great, per usual. But he cracks the top 10 now. And he certainly is in a class of his own. So the top 10 now in pound for pound. Tiba, Terrence Crawford, number one at 38-0. Neo Inoue from uh, your boy in the Bantamweight division, 22-0, 19 knockouts. He's fighting June 7th against Nanito Donaire. Errol Spence is number three, 28-0, 22 knockouts. We want to see him fight Crawford or no one. I mean, you got to get these two in the ring or I'm done with it. They have Canelo at number four. I just do not see how you can put him above Bival after Bival beat his ass. I understand he's 57 2 and 2 with 39 Ks and the super middleweight undisputed champ, but uh, I can't leave him at, at that high a ranking after he got whooped. Tyson Fury is number five, 32 0 and 1, 23 knockouts, a heavyweight champ of the world. 
Uh, he's coming off the big win over Dylan White. He knocked him out in the sixth round. Number six, Alexander Usyk, the Russian, 19-0, 13 knockouts. He's fighting Anthony Joshua July 23rd. Of course, Canelo Alvarez has said he wants to fight Usyk at a catchweight of 201. Vasily Lomachenko is number seven. He's coming off uh, a win over Richard Kami back in December, so that's just forever ago. Bival is number eight, 20-0, 11 knockouts, the light heavyweight champ of the world with the win over Canelo. Shakur Stevenson is ninth at 18-0 with nine knockouts, the junior lightweight unified champ who beat Valdez in Vegas a couple of weeks ago. And then Juan Francisco Estrada, the junior bantamweight champ, 42-3 and with 28 knockouts. His last fight was a win over Chocolatito Gonzalez, uh, in March of last year, some of the other fighters that got votes were Josh Taylor, Javonna Davis, George Gambosos, uh, Chocolatito, Baterbiev, Arthur Baterbiev is a tough badass. Gennady Golovkin, Jermel Charlo, and Tiafimo Lopez all made the list in terms of outside the top 10, but uh, receiving votes nevertheless to be in the top 10. The only guy that I truly respect and believe every word that comes out of his mouth is Teddy Atlas. His top 10, Crawford, Bival, number two. Like I said, Bival deserves to be up there. Inouye, three. Usyk, four. Spence, five. Canelo, six. Lomachenko, seven. Fury, eight. Javana Davis, 9. Baterbiev, 10. Now that is a perfect top 10 pound for pound from Teddy Atlas. So you look at the MMA rankings. Uh, Carla Esparza stole Thug Rose's belt in five boring rounds. Some people saying it's one of the worst title fights in UFC history. She was a champ eight years ago, and now she's a champ again, Esparza. There are a couple of new champs in Bellator, men's featherweight Patricio Friere and women's flyweight Liz Carmouche. They all uh, got belts and moved up in the pound for pounds, but didn't make the top 10. As far as heavyweights go, Naganu won, Cyril gone, two, Stipe Miocic, three, Curtis Blades, four, Ty Tuavasa is five. Light heavyweight up to 205 pounds. Number one is Glover Teixeira. Then uh, Jan Blahovic. Corey Anderson is third from Bellator. Yuri Prozhaka from the UFC is four. And Alexander Rakic of the UFC is five. He's fighting Blahovic this weekend. Middleweight up to 185 pounds. Adesanya is number one. He's fighting July 2nd against Cannoneer. Number two is Robert Whitaker. Number three is Cannoneer. Number four is Marvin Vittori. And number five is Paolo Costi. He's fighting July 30th against Luke Rockhold, the old vet. Welterweight up to 170 pounds. Usman is number one. Colby Covington, number two. Kazmat Chemaev, number three. Leon Edwards, number four. And Gilbert Burns is number five. 
Lightweight up to 155 pounds. Uh, Oliveira's number one. He just beat Gatchi uh, last weekend. Dustin Poirier's number two. Gatchi three. Uh, Makachev four. And Dariush is five. At featherweight up to 145 pounds. Volkanowski number one. He's taking on Max Holloway July 2nd. Holloway is second. Patricio Friere is third from Bellator to champ. Brian Ortega from the UFC is fourth. And AJ McKee from Bellator is five. At Bantamweight up to 135 pounds. Sterling is number one. Jan is number two. TJ Dillashaw, three. Jose Aldo, four. And Corey Sandhagen, five. At flyweight, 125 pounds. Figueredo is the champ at number one. Brandon Moreno is number two. He's fighting Kai Kara France on July 30th. France is third. Adriano Moraes is fourth. And Demetrius Johnson from the one championship, former UFC champ, is number five. Women's Bantamweight, 135 pounds. Juliana Pena is the champ. She's one. Amanda Nunez, the lioness, is two. Holly Holm, three. Rachel Pennington is four. And Irene Aldana from the UFC is five. At flyweight, 125. Shevchenko, the champ, is one. Cook Asian is two. Andraj is three, Lauren Murphy four, and Talia Santos five. She's fighting Shevchenko June 11th. At strawweight, 115. Esparza is now the champ. She's one. Thug Rose two. Zhang Wiley three. Marina Rodriguez four. And Jan Janonen is five. All right, so I got to break into some basketball now. Tonight you got big games. Game six in Milwaukee at five, sir, for them as the Bucks lead the series 3-2 after their huge win on Wednesday night in Boston at the Garden over the Celtics. How do you shoot 51% from the floor and lose the game? Uh, the Bucks didn't even shoot well. 43% from the floor, 44% from downtown, 81% from the line. Holiday was incredible with his defense, and the stop of Smart at the end of the game was the difference. His block won him the game. But Giannis had 40 points, 11 rebounds, three dimes, a steal, a block shot. He did have... Seven turnovers. He was playing with four fouls, but they got the job done. They won the game. The series was tied. Now it's not. Now the Bucks are up. Now they're home tonight to try to close out the Celtics in Brewtown. I thought Tatum played really well. He had 34 points. Uh, he was bad from downtown, 2 of 11. That was costly. He had six boards, four dimes, a steal, and a block shot. Brown had a big game, 26 points. He was 9 of 19 from the floor, 3 of 7 from downtown, 5 of 6 from the line. And I thought Smart played decent. He had 15 points. And Daniel Tice had 11 points, but only one rebound. I thought that was disappointing. I didn't think they did a good job at all on the boards. They got outboarded 49 to 36 by the Bucks. 
The Celtics better play better than they did on Wednesday at home now that they're on the road in Milwaukee tonight. They got to play tight defense like they're capable of, and they got to have their big stars, Tatum, Brown, Smart, and I think Al Horford all have to step up. Horford was terrible Wednesday night. Eight points in 41 minutes. It was like he was a ghost on the floor. I mean, he had eight boards in six times, but he had a 30-point game the game before that, then he went to eight. That sucks. You saw what the Grizzlies did Wednesday night. They blew out the Warriors 134-95. So tonight in San Francisco at Chase, they still have to win or they're dead. Golden State still leads this series three games to two. They can close it out tonight in their building in front of their fans. The game should be awesome. I can't wait. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts.